0: What's up, Conroe? Welcome to a brand new edition of Nerd Thug Sports. We're hanging out here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations, and we are streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. You're hanging out with uh, me, Corey DLG, and little brother Nico. That is I. Yeah, we're doing sports stuff today. Oh, fancy. Sports, 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 sports. Sports, 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 sports. sports, 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 sports. I dribble the ball. <laughs> I play sports. I actually don't <laughs> play sports. Look at me, I'm Woody. Howdy, 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 howdy. howdy, howdy. <laughs> It's really one of the best lines in in it, like top fifteen movies. Fair enough. Look at me, I'm Woody. Howdy, 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 howdy. howdy, howdy, howdy. howdy. It's, it's a little stuff. rubber shark. <laughs> yeah, you dumb shark. You're no cowboy. Um, He's all in right. Arms. Yeah. How are you, buddy? I'm all right. Doing yeah. pretty good. Okay. All right. Okay. How are you doing? Uh, well, I'm alive. That's which fair. which is a minus. <laughs> um, and then we basically just go down from there. All right, it's a negative score all around. <laughs> um, well, I'm officially past being the the cool age now. Every time I'm just getting old instead of like, hey, something to look forward to. No, that's not true. There's there's still death. I mean, yeah. Aside from that, I mean, just round way up. Like milestones, I'm already past all the good ones. Yeah, you're out of milestones now. Yeah, that's true. So you had your 21st birthday. Was it? It feels like. Two weeks ago. Yeah. Okay. Um, time's a blur to me. I have no concept of time. <laughs> we we move so quickly. <laughs> it's flying by, but not fast enough, you know? Right. Oh, Enough I f- to make it to remind you that you're old, but not fast enough that you can forget about it. Right. Exactly right. <laughs> this is dark. <laughs> this is a, see, I'm coming in real nihilistic today. <laughs> I like it. It's because you're right. tired. You did a lot of manual labor today. I am, man. I'm I'm, I'm exhausted. You know what, man? Like... We we can't have open borders fast enough. Like, if I never do another piece of manual labor again, it'll be too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Um, It's a really messed up like (laughs) take on that. I guess it's not really a good policy for immigration. (laughs) Well, Corey doesn't want to do anything, so I guess let them all in. (laughs) Obviously, that's the solution. (laughs) It is for me. Moving away from politics. Still sick. (laughs) Still sick like a month later. I'll (laughs) just never get better. I'll just never be healthy again. Now you're developing Dad's eternal cough. (laughs) He's had just just the permanent cough. He's had forever. He did. He had that like the last like two years. He had it forever. Ever since I, like, when I was little, I was like, I used to remember him just randomly coughing like occasionally. Yeah, that's true. All right, cool. (laughs) That's going to be something to look forward to. Looking forward to that one, too. There's some good genetics to pass on. Right, yeah. All right, so um, (coughs) I guess we'll do some sports. Yeah, there's some sports going on. There's a lot of sports, actually. Uh, NFL training camps have opened up. Oh, man. Thank God. You can hear that. It's the rumblings. (sighs) The tumblings of the football season slowly approaching. They had the Hall of Fame game. Nice. Yeah. It was... uh, the Broncos and I used to like them. I don't even remember now. I don't even remember who they played. Um The I Broncos just, did win on a late touchdown. There you go. <coughs> um, there he goes. With their like fourth string quarterback throwing to like their ninth string wide receiver. So Excellent. Clearly important. Definitely important. Game game winning. Yeah. All right. So there's a lot going on. So I'll give you some choices. We'll we'll play some choices, Nico. All right. I like I like choices. Um, I've got. This this multiple choices. The only way I'm going to pass. It. That's fair. Um, I've got a a good college's garbage story. All right. I love those. Um, I've got a couple NBA stories. All right. I've got a couple NFL stories. All right. Uh, well, we already started talking about football. Let's continue the trend. All right. So we're gonna start with. Pretty much like the big topic of the day. All right, it's uh, the big picture here. So the off season coming into last year, the Steelers were a mess. Right, Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, Mike Tomlin, Ben Roethlisberger just drama all over the place. Right. Um, Antonio Brown basically talked his way out of Pittsburgh. They traded him to Oakland. Nice job. And he got a contract uh, extension in Oakland. Got a bunch of money. Good for him. I think basically it's like a four-year, hundred million dollar deal. Basically. Pretty good. So this is his first training camp with Oakland. All right. Well, he showed up, and they had to put him on the non-football injury list. Why? So in a picture shown around the world, he basically showed everyone. He was like, oh, I have blisters. I can't run. My blisters are really bad. And he showed everyone these pictures of his feet where it looked. Initially, if you were just glancing, it looked like. There were huge blisters on his feet that had popped. And Uh he was just genuinely uncomfortable. Um, that was day one. Mm. Day two, uh, yesterday, the story broke. It's actually frostbite damage on a layer of skin because he did not wear the proper footwear in a cryotherapy chamber. Oh, so initially, when I heard the story, I was thinking, like, did he just blow it off? Did the cryotherapy people mess up? Because these cryotherapy chambers, they get super, super cold. Yeah, it's cry. It's called cryotherapy. <laughs> they literally like shoot like liquid nitrogen through like this big tank. Yeah, and like they frost you, and it like super. It's supposed to like <sighs> like contracts all your muscles or something. <clears throat> and, like, yeah, it's like it, it causes the body to. Push oxygen through everything, which is supposed to speed up the healing process. It's supposed to be a really healthy, like helpful m- way to like, like stimulate the muscles and stuff. Right. So, last month in France, he was not wearing the appropriate footwear, and he entered a cryotherapy therapy chamber and burned his feet, leaving them frostbitten. Oh, that's brutal. Um, he's gone to see a foot specialist. They're still collecting information on the injury. And they'll know more in a couple of days. One of the things that broke on this story that's a weird, interesting parallel that I like, at least. Uh, John Gruden, a lot of people think he's a great coach. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think this. You yeah, have to remind me. Who is, where is he from? He's He was the one that's been on Monday Night Football now for the past few years. Oh, okay. He's now coaching in Oakland. He was in Tampa for a long time. He's the one they call Chucky. Makes oh. the, the funny faces. Okay. Um He's the one that I told you grinds up quarterbacks. Right. He once yelled at a quarterback for being wrong-handed because he didn't like flipping his plays because the quarterback was left-handed instead of right-handed. That's real dumb. Yeah, so real like he dumb. gets frustrated about stuff. Uh already in training camp, he gave a quote about his like what should basically be a training camp arm, like what should be his fifth-string quarterback, Nathan Peterman, mm-hmm. who is had i think six starts in the nfl and he's over with like 14 interceptions good job he's real bad he is not an nfl quarterback well john gruden has him in camp at the oakland raiders and like last week he said uh man i'm really starting to like this peterman guy um oh no (laughs) they have a quarterback they have Derek carr uh who is their 100 million dollar quarterback um and you're telling me he likes the ninth string. Super interception. Has no business playing. <laughs> Anytime he touches the ball, he gives it to the other team. Essentially. He and just hands it to him. But Gruden is so brutal to his quarterbacks. Like he can't say a nice thing about Derek Carr. He needs to like just antagonize like, everybody. Derek Carr is a garbage human. But instead of doing that, he's like, Man, Nathan Peterman's looking pretty good in, in training camp. And what he's trying to do is he's just trying to just trying to backhand aggravate his, his his new next door neighbor, Derek Carr. Yes, they now live next door to each other somehow. That is hilarious. It's going to be a long, long season in Oakland, and I can't wait for all of it. I just I just hope at one point he like just just starts throwing like paper airplanes over into his I, yard. If I were Derek Carr, like I would just do things to make. But like weird passive-aggressive neighbor things like my trash can in front of his house type stuff. Right. Like just weird things where you're like, oh, that's why like, would the trash s- people put that there? That's really weird. Super obnoxious. Right. But nothing like. Nothing that, overtly like. Yeah. Yeah. He's not like setting fire to his backyard, but he's like doing just just annoying thing. neighbor things. Just showing up like right at lunchtime to be like, hey, our mail got swapped again. This was in my mailbox. Here you go, coach. Like, just always annoy him. Always. Uh, that that would be me, at least. But that's because Gruden's terrible quarterback. quarterbacks. So, anyway, um, when he was in Tampa, famously, he... Now, okay, I'm going to say this, but with a caveat. He essentially ruined Chris Sims. All right. Now, Chris Sims, though, wasn't exactly destined for greatness. Okay. Um, he played at UT and famously, like he would have bad games and they had to keep putting in major Applewhite to save him. Uh huh. Um, but he's the son of Phil Sims, a great NFL quarterback, and so there was kind of this this bit of like he's here because of his dad legacy type stuff, and so you got to put in Chris Sims and give him the chance. But he was a talent. I don't want to say he's not. He's not. He's t- not that he was untalented. It's just that he wasn't the quite, best. Yeah, he wasn't quite right. So he makes it in the NFL. He he's, journeys he's, around he's a little still bit. Still carried by his name. Uh, yeah, he's not completely worthless, but he's not. He's not. He's great pushed either. that little bit. He's yeah. pushed that farther because of his name. Yes, exactly. Exactly. He's probably where he was because of his name, but he was good enough to to warrant looking at. And then the name, like, or maybe vice versa. Right. The name got him the look, and he was good enough to stick around. Right. So, so he's like... in. He's in the NFL for a few years, right? Uh-huh. And then plays in Tampa, and in a game, he gets his spleen squished because Tampa, like, he gets hit like, like, I mean, he gets drilled like 30. Like, he is getting, he is playing the toughest game of quarterback that I had seen Dude at that ever, point. Yeah, I was like, oh, my God, this guy's taking a beating. And then, he's like. He's just getting beat up. Like, and you could see him, like, holding his side, and in the huddles, he's, like, kind of leaning over. Like, he's in pain. For the entire second half of the game. Oh, that's so bad. Eventually, he comes out, and he's like, oh, I got nothing left. And, like, he's, like, he's got the hands up in the air, and they're checking him for, like, rib injuries and stuff. And, you're like, yeah, he's, yeah. He's done. So, it winds up they have to, like, operate and, like, remove his squished spleen. Ugh. It then takes him a long time to recover. Yeah, because uh, his spleen is gone. <laughs> right. Um, Gruden then gets mad that he's recovering. Um and then eventually Chris Sims is basically done after that. After that, like, physically. He's like, I'm done with you. Well, th- you can heal back from things, but eventually you, you don't always come back to 100%. Right, yeah. And it so, goes, that's, usually, that's usually sports injury. They're like, oh, one, maybe. One or two, two maybe. And then all and of like, a sudden. It's like, like every time you get injured again, you're like, oh, y- God. You come back just a little bit worse and a little just, bit worse. This is why I'm always like, J.J. Watt has like got, like, <laughs> this, he's like, just playing on, like, time. thin ice? Yeah. You think so? We can come back to that. We'll talk about that. I'm glad you said that. Um, and so Chris Sims, though, he actually observed these. So he's not retired. He's an, anal- he's an analyst now. Mm-hmm. He actually saw the photos from Antonio Brown, and he said, you know, this reminds me of a time I got a terrible fungus while I was on the Bucks team, and uh, they had to basically, like, skim the bottom of my feet He's like, this looks like a skin injury, not a blister injury. And that prompted people to look a little further into it, and that's when the frostbite story comes out. Yeah, uh, see. There so John Gruden destroying Chris Sims, putting it together. That's right. Comes back years later, so that Chris Sims can embarrass John Gruden again. Woo, got him. Um, Tab on the hater, the one singular, <laughs> the one singular. It's <laughs> Gruden. It's a weird hire in Oakland. It's going to be a weird scenario. He's got like a ten-year, hundred-million-dollar contract they hired a tv he hired a uh, one of his co-hosts from television to be his general manager oh that's never like, a good sign like it's going to be a weird thing in oakland but I don't, and it's going to be even, it's going to be even crazier like he invited in um the offensive lineman who's been out of the league for over 2 years and he got suspended for bullying that's a dumb reason to get suspended but oh uh, right. no no like he like, he messed up a guy. It turns out that the locker room in Miami, when he was on the team, they forced the rookies to buy them expensive gifts. Like, it's tradition that rookies do a gift towards the veterans at the end of the season and stuff. It's all, there is a tradition to it. Right. But, like, the linemen had picked out what they wanted. Nice. Um, And so, like, it was like, I think, I think he bought one of them a trip and one of them, like, a truck. Like, it was, like, crazy stuff. And... Uh, the offensive linemen would have their team meetings in strip clubs, and the guy was like, <laughs> "The guy was This like, 'This isn't professional.'" And they were like, "Shut your mouth and you play." Like, you're right. Bu- I play football. <laughs> you're right when you say it sounds dumb that someone in the NFL got in trouble for bullying, and then when you hear the details, you're like, oh, "That makes sense." Yeah, that that actually sounds like a really crappy place to work. Um, now, granted, that guy who Jonathan Martin was the name of the kid, who, uh, the kid who was being bullied. He actually, he was washed out of the league, and I think now he has mental issues. Oh. Yeah. Bullying so, couldn't have helped that. Bullying couldn't have helped it, but it's a little of column A, a little of comfy. Like, if someone else was mentally tougher, maybe they wouldn't have had those issues, and then mental health this is a whole other aspect, and then, like, it was like a perfect person and a perfect storm. The guy's name was Richie Incognito. He's been out of the league for two years. John Gruden invited him into camp. It's like, Incognito? Yeah, and he is the worst at blending in because he's a giant man who's rude to everyone. Um, and Gruden's like, yeah, he's looking great in camp. I'm excited to have him here. It's like there's all kinds of just these weird... Gruden just, like, picks the worst people. Uh, and Antonio Brown, I don't know what's going to happen here because frostbite can be a permanent injury. Right. People have lost, like... Limbs. Right. Or, like, whole limbs. Now, granted, I think they're thinking, like, they can skim off enough skin and then, like, it heals. I think that's their intention. Right. They're going to know more in a few days. But in the meantime... Yeah, if it's bad enough, he might, he might be out for a while or even permanently. I mean, if you can't run... It's right. kind of a part of football, and it's definitely a part of being a wide receiver. Can't do the toe taps if you got no feet. Nope. Uh, and with that, we're going to jump out here to a break. When we come back, we got more Nerd Thug Sports coming your way. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, in senior citizens and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses. Be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. This is Rudy Tom Jonovich and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. <laughs> Welcome back to more Nerd Thug Sports, hanging out with us right here on this uh, Thursday afternoon. Um, okay, so before we get too far into anything, Nico, do want to tell our friends about Cox ATA. Cox ATA, leader in, uh, in ATA martial arts here in Houston. They got two convenient locations. Like I shouldn't say Houston. They got one in Magnolia and one in Conroe. Those are different cities. <laughs> well, but I think they are the leader in Houston. True. I think um, they got all kinds of classes, um, in a variety of age groups, three to ninety-three. They have Taekwondo, Tiny Tigers, self-defense, Tai Chi. They offer a lot of different courses. Uh, mention Nerd Thug Radio, You get two free weeks of training. This gives you some time to fall, get into your routines, kind of fall in love with the staff, the locations. Um, Great people to work with, awesome people. Yeah, they're fantastic people. Very family-oriented. You know, if the if you have something, they'll work. They'll work it out. They'll talk you through it. Um, they'll definitely work with you. Check them out on their Facebook page. We link to them all the time. They teach life skills they build leaders. they leave a legacy before we uh went too far into the raiders talk. we mentioned the Texans uh camp's going all right. We cut Dante foreman mm-hmm. uh he's a running back. There was hope that he was gonna kind of put some stuff together, but it just he's been hurt a lot and so Coming back to injuries. Yeah, it does. Well, uh, last year he was coming back from an Achilles, and when he finally came back, it just wasn't. It's not the same. The Achilles is a tough, it's tough a, injury to come back from. It's, tendons are so much harder to heal than, like, muscles or anything else because of the lack of blood flow, so they don't heal naturally very fast. It's an intriguing... Uh, listen to you with your medical prognosis there. Yeah, because they don't have any blood flow, so, like, when the body's like, it's broke, it's like... Uh, I can get like two things there, but you know what? I always wondered, and then we'll, we'll talk a little bit about J.J. Watt and Clowney and all that. Um, mm-hmm. always wondered, what did people do in previous eras when they would tear ligaments and tendons and stuff? Well, you were just you were just handicapped because I know this is a terrible thing, but uh, in the in the slave uh, during the the slave times of uh, America, mm-hmm. like if a slave run away, they would cut their they would they would cut their Achilles so they couldn't run away anymore because they wouldn't be fast enough. So they could never they, run. Can't, they can't run anymore, right? And that's permanent. They yeah. just don't run anymore, right? Because it would it would take too. So long. So like a tendon that. doesn't heal. Uh, it heals. Uh, if it's if it's like a so if because the the Achilles is so big. Yeah. Uh, it's never. It's pretty much never going to heal ever the same way. It pretty much won't put itself back together. There's legitimately like almost no, no blood flow to the center of it. And stuff right, like that. Yeah. It wouldn't like reattach itself over time. Like it would, tr- it would probably put itself back together like enough to function, like a little bit, but you'd get some mobility. Right. Or really, the rest of your ankle would probably just compensate. Yeah, you'd, your other tendons would have to strengthen it to compensate for it. But it's pretty. It's a pretty bad injury. That's intriguing. Um, yeah. Medieval science is weird, too, well, you know, I just like think about like a knight wearing all the armor and like he steps weird and like his knee blows out, <laughs> his knee explodes like then what does he do like well that's why that's why it's all designed the way it is with like support on the joints and listen to you, yeah, there's lot of a lot of weird nerd science <laughs> all right no, I like it, I'll take it, I'll take it um so this this season is kind of a make or break season for the defense, yes. There's a lot of people on there. Clowney is not particularly happy. He's not happy, and he deserves his money, and I'm a a little disappointed that it looks like we're going to try and trade him. And as of right now, he's been holding out, and I don't know what's going to happen there because he doesn't have to sign the tender. He doesn't. Uh, And if he doesn't sign it, he can miss the whole season. Now, I think him missing the season would help prove that we need him. No, I think it would make Bill O'Brien look a little bit... Correct about him, hmm. which I don't think Bill O'Brien is right about him. I see. I see what you mean. Uh, I think Bill O'Brien is wrong. But if Clowney sits out, and then we do fine. It, well, not even how our performance. It seems like Bill O'Brien's issue with Clowney is like a work ethic issue. It seems like, from my understanding, uh, obviously you know I write with Sports Map and some of the other people there. They're deeply embedded in the team and they cover stuff and they say that Bill O'Brien just doesn't have a lot of respect for how Clowney gets his work done. Now, the results are hard to argue with. Clowney has been, uh, if you take the last three seasons, he leads the league in tackles for loss. Uh, when you combine, it's, I think if you combine sacks and tackles for loss, he leads the league in the, in, in that. And he's a disruptive force but he right. has dealt with injuries and he was slow to come on as a Texan his first two years here weren't great but the last or his first year was really awful and then like the last couple years have been pretty, pretty great good. yeah um the other part of it is is JJ J. watt like you're you kind of mentioned it where he's you know how many more times can he come back from injury right and like that's that's my thing is that I think he's he's skating on such thin ice because he's been injured so many times at this point I believe he's 28. Right, uh, he's, not even, he's not even that old, but how many But that is old. In football. In football. In football, 28 is really when guys start slowing down. Yes, like... He's, appro- uh, he's approaching 30. He's had like a million and a half injuries. He's injured everything from his, what, neck, back, legs. Uh, it was a weird bone thing twice in the leg. Like, one of it was an, an injury, and the other one was like a fracture, like, to the bone that sits on the knee, and then, like... Like that, that, that's a long, like that's a long healing injury like that. So he's missed a lot of time in the last couple of years. Right. Um, and I mean, he's great and he's always a force and he like. He, well, and he's a force for Houston and he's a great person and he's a great teammate. Uh, And actually, uh, I remember looking at the cap hits for the Texans and his number on the cap isn't bad. I think it's like 16 or 17. So it's almost like you know, he's not like draining us for money or right. anything. Right, he's it's manageable because we're not paying a quarterback right now. Deshaun Watson's still on his rookie deal, like there's still opportunity for this team, team to be financially savvy and successful. Um but so like they've tracked a lot of the great players, uh Ray Lewis and stuff like that mm-hmm. and they're kind of dominant windows or like 26 to 29. And so they're saying like J.J. Watt is essentially at the end of his dominant window in defense, which and is it starts fair. to fade after that, right? Which is fair. Well, when and you're, I think when you're when you're someone who's the best in the league, right? Like how long are you really going to be the best in the league? Yep. It's oh no, the enemy of all people. Time. Right. <laughs> exactly. And so eventually, okay, you go from a ninety nine on the Madden ratings to a ninety four, okay, then a ninety one, okay, then an eighty eight. You're still better than most of the people in the league. Like, True. I'm just worried about him because I feel like if we lose Clowney and him like in and a it, single year. If we lose Clowney to another team and then J.J. Watt can't stay healthy and dominant, we essentially lose him. Right. Yeah, what does the defense look like? Because the other issue is, is Whitney Merciless, who has been great, but last year wasn't. Um, and so you start to wonder... What do you have? Who's who's you know who's got stuff in the tank? Although our second round pick, the cornerback, has uh, he already got sent to the showers for being too aggressive and too rough. Uh, right now, we're doing two weeks of shared practice uh-huh. or two days of shared practice with the Green Bay team, and in the first practice, he blew up two different guys on non-tackle drills. Nice. So Bill O'Brien sent him to the showers. <laughs> so I do like that he you know we got some guys who who uh, are aggressive. And want to get in there and show show what they can do. I think that's going to be important. There's an element of swagger to defense, right? Um, it's 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 a it's it's both because it, again, sports is a mental game. Like the defensive has to be the the defense has to be kind of like this imposing force, almost exactly. They uh, have to they have to not only stop you but also spook you and, and 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 start to bother you, right? You when the offense starts thinking about the defense, the defense is one. Right. And that's what you want. You want, when the the quarterback comes to the line of scrimmage, you want him to be like, which one of these guys is going to try and kill me this play? And that's kind of a cool thing. And hopefully we have that again. We've had that before with this team. And we'll we'll see if we can get it again. The offense I'm a little worried about because we just don't have, we don't have a line. (laughs) We don't have a line and we don't have a, now. listen, we took a bunch of rookies this year. Maybe, maybe, maybe. We'll see. In the meantime, Deshaun Watson is going to be running for his life and, Right. Like, I I felt so bad because, like, the Texans was my first game I ever, like, saw, like, live. And, like, it was so bad. Like, he couldn't get any. He couldn't get anything done. can't get any breathing room. Like, people are already breathing down his neck, like, as he's, soon as he's He's just sat. sprinting for his life the whole game. He just keeps getting beat up. He's not going to last very long. <laughs> Every and, 10 seconds he's like, getting hit. And listen to this crazy disrespect. Baker Mayfield is ranked 50th in the top 100 players this year. Mm-hmm. Fifty one is Deshaun Watson. Oh, nice. Great. So the Cleveland quarterbacks the Cleveland Browns starting quarterback is rated one spot better than our starting quarterback. Our starting quarterback has ha- has a winning record. Right. That's a that's a that's, pain, that's, that's a called, painful thing. That's called pity points. They were like What can we tell you, dude? <laughs> They're like, You're in Cleveland and you made people happy. Here you go. Uh you know what? This is a dangerous thing for Cleveland because this year they have what seems like a good team. (laughs) Well, expectations. Oh, no. Like, it feels like people think this is a good team. And I'm not sure. I I think they've got a lot of weapons, but is it going to work is the issue. Yeah, because they have uh, the guy from Odell Beckham. They have Odell Beckham. They got Jarvis Landry. They got Baker Mayfield. Then they took the guy from uh, Kareem Hunt from the Chiefs. Who is suspended the first eight games for kicking a lady. <laughs> uh, not a good, uh, not a good well, track record. Well, I think technically he's suspended for lying and then the video coming out. <laughs> of not kicking we, a lady. Right. And then we kicked the lady. <laughs> so there's just a lot of questions of like, yeah, you got the parts. Do, but, they, do they go together? <laughs> right. And so that'll be the thing. If it goes together, they could win 10 or 11 games. I mean... They went seven, eight, and one last year, and they were close in some of the in some of those losses. They really were. It's it's not impossible for that for that team to be in a great position, but it's also not impossible for that team to be a train wreck. Ooh. Guys like Baker Mayfield, Dale Beckham, there might be a little bit of an issue, chemistry wise. Uh, all right, we're gonna jump out here to a break. When we come back, we got more Nerd Like Sports coming your way. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Sports. Hanging out here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations. And we're streaming worldwide at our com. Make sure to check out facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. And also to go to nerdthugradio.com. And, um,. Just stop by your mama's house, because we're there, because we're everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> stop us. Yeah. We're like, uh, like that cool guy who hangs out everywhere that you don't mean to be, and you just keep showing up, and you're like, oh my God, it's you again. It's like, yeah, it's us. We're best friends. Yay. It's like, oh, what a coincidence. I didn't know you were going to be here. Yeah, I followed you here. What a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nerd Talk Sports. We're that cool guy who follows you here. Um put this Take that. Like res- that should be our drop. Like that's our that's our new drop for Nerdlug Sports. <laughs> <laughs> if if Dick once more drops for the station, that's what it's going to be for Nerdlux Sports. The cool guy Co- who followed you here. The cool guy who follows you here. <laughs> Thanks A- everywhere. <laughs> Thanks Sports. <laughs> um before just we get too far around the room. Uh, it's just us here but now I don't know. Um <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Before we get too far into this, let me tell you guys about The Adventure Begins, comics, games, and more on 1488. And, um, yeah, man, it's it's a great place. Uh, we really love working with Bill and the guys over there. It's clean, well-lit, family-friendly. It's a great shopping strip. Um, they're in a great location. Uh, they got a lot going on, so let me tell you what's going on. This Friday, we're going to be there playing Hero Clicks. Woo! Week two of the Hero Clicks event of the... Bricks, clicks, battle, or whatever we're calling this thing. I don't remember what we're calling it. Clicks, bricks, bruh, bruh. It's going to start at 930. Uh, it's BYOB. It's fun. It's fun. So get out there and have a good time. Um, and then Saturday, this is cool. Saturday, August 10th is Tops National Baseball Card Day all-day event. Come in and get a free pack of baseball cards. Spend $10 or more on Tops product and receive a special chase card. We'll also run specials on TOPS product and get excited for the home stretch of the baseball season Ghost Rose. <clears throat> um, also, Sunday, it's going to be D&D Junior Adventurers League. So, this is the semi monthly Adventurers League. It's Dungeons and Dragons, but this is the one that's for kids 10 to 16. Some uh, Stranger Things action going on? Yeah. So, like every two weeks, um, you come in. If you spend five bucks in the store, you get to play for free. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a cool thing. Um, Make sure to go to Adventure Begins. Go hang out with them. We try to link them on Facebook. Check out AdventureBegins.com. Actually, I don't know if that's the website. Google the Adventure Begins because there's something else that will come up. So you need to make sure you go to the Adventure Begins comic shop. Um, But, yeah, say hi to Bill and the staff for us. um, And we'll be there. We'll see you on Friday. We'll literally be there Tomorrow. 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 Are you ready? for tomorrow are you oh. ready oh no not at all no i gotta build my team also uh but anyway come uh come hang out with us and we will uh we'll see you there and that's the adventure begins comics games and more fantastic yeah i got I got a little lost there on that one <laughs> It just kept going and it really going. did but i like i like those guys so i'll give them all the time they want fair enough there he goes. All right, we're gonna do our college's garbage story. I love college's garbage. It's just my favorite subject in sports because it just it just solidifies how like terrible we are as people. It really does because the opportunity for us to do and right like by these young student athletes that we're clearly like taking advantage of. Hypocritical we are. Yeah, especially because like yeah. there's so many minorities and stuff in there too, and it's there's a lot just of like weird implications of like people free who have to play they're not getting paid and if they don't play they lose their ed- chance at an advancement like it's weird slavery implications like it's it's bad it's real bad um these universities that don't always have the nicest pasts yeah and then like they cheat the players get punished but not the coaches like it's all just a mess right somebody dies they fire one guy <laughs> They didn't even fire him. They brought him back. All right. No they brought one, him back. No, no one, one was got fired. fired. The training staff was even recommended to return. The training staff that was on the field when the player died, in the report it recommended they return. The chancellor is the person who wound up getting fired, and the athletic director, the coach, was brought back because he wasn't even there when the player died. That was a mess. That was a mess. Um, You know, just to remind you. <laughs> yeah, just to remind you. This is just a story of Petty. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm not over petty. So Clemson won the national title. Woo! All right? Mm-hmm. They beat Alabama in really in a runaway game. They, they beat Alabama. Oh, no. Alabama, why? So Coach Dabo Sweeney did not give a championship ring to quarterback Kelly Bryant, who started the first four games of the season, uh, was benched in favor of their younger Trevor Lawrence, who was a freshman, Kelly Bryant was told he would not get an opportunity to take the starting job back, so he transferred away from Clemson. So Dabo Sweeney has no intention of giving him a championship ring because he was no longer part of the team. Oh, man. Why you got to do that? It's just petty. It's just petty is all it is. He started your season. He He was the starter. You're the reason he left because you benched him. Right. It's not through his fault. He didn't quit. Right. Um, and there's, so there's a lot to that. So just to give you a history of some of the other teams, baseball, uh, they vote. If you're not on the active roster at the championship, the baseball, the locker room votes on everyone who gets a ring and a share of the playoff money. Um, and typically, it winds up being everyone in the organization and anyone who was on the team throughout the season. Is right, typically yeah. what players do for that. Yeah, because they're Uh, not petty. The NFL does do something similar to this, where if you're not on the roster, you're not on the team. Well, that's Uh, not that's not fair because he wasn't not on the roster. (laughs) Well, he transferred, so he was no longer on the roster. Okay, Okay, fair. So in the NFL, he wouldn't have gotten a ring. However, in the NFL, there wouldn't have been a question of whether or not he would have gotten a ring. Right. This is up to Dabo Sweeney, and Dabo Sweeney is making a point of saying, "Well, he left, so I'm not going to." He left, so no. Right. He he wanted to keep playing football, and I said no. no. Right, and so that's a little bit different. The NBA, it's uh, it's if you're on the roster, but it's really hard to get a player off the roster in the NBA if you don't right. trade There's them. Some guys retired for five years, still on the roster. Right, so that's a little bit like that's not quite that's not quite the same. It's thing. similar, but it's way harder to get a guy off the NBA roster than it is the NFL roster. Right, the NFL they can just be like, hey, you don't work here anymore. Right. Bring, bring your playbook into the office. Thanks for coming in. You're fired. Bye. <laughs> hey, make sure you turn in your books. <laughs> no, they asked for that first. Yeah. But you know that when they ask for the playbook that you're fired. <laughs> right. That's They've never asked me to do this before, so I'm So <laughs> I don't think I work here anymore. Yeah, so Dabo Sweeney. Much like I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, the day when they were like, hey, bring the plans in, we were like, uh, uh I don't think we work here anymore. Uh, so Dabo Sweeney, garbage human being. But he's really crea- like crafted this aura that he's a good guy, that he's cool, the players like him. He's really, he's genuine, he's fun and exciting, but, but. he's not going to give a ring to the guy who started the first four games of the season where they win a national championship. Keep in mind, in college, most teams play 11 games. Right, he literally started a quarter of your season. A third of your season. A third of your season, yeah. And, bad at math for a minute. <laughs> and they were undefeated, still no ring. Mm. still no ring. That's got to be painful. It's well the uh, Brian actually said when he lost the starting job that it felt like a slap in the face cuz he was a he was a senior that year. So he really felt like he should have been able to play those games. Yeah, or at least given an opportunity to start or at least given an opportunity to come in and map. Well, if you're not going to start then he wanted to leave and that's what he did. Uh and actually at the time people were Praising Dabo Sweeney because he had the courage to tell Bryant that you won't be starting. So if you want to start, you need to leave. Uh, because people were saying that other coaches might not have done that. They might have just because you could drag it out. I think the transfer stops at week seven. So he had two or he only had like a two or three week window. But Dabo Sweeney was kind and I'm using finger quotes, kind enough to tell Bryant that he would not be starting in again. That's rough. Yeah. <laughs> so Bryant left. So now Dabo Sweeney has no intention of giving him a ring. Right. It's, oh, what you start a third of the season. You helped. Nah. You, you won four games for us as a starter. Nah. Nah, I don't think so. I'm good. I'm good. Like the question then becomes, why? Petty. Petty. I mean, that's, uh, that's, I mean there's not another reason for it. There's not another reason. Right. Because like. Right. right yeah. I mean. He's just pettiness. Um, and it's really no skin off of his back to include him on that. No, it doesn't do anything. It's it not doesn't like hurt him. Right. It's also not like he gets any money or anything. And share. it's not an NCAA violation or anything. Right. It's just Abba Sweeney being the, the worst. A piece of crap. Yeah. Yeah. It's just him being a bad person. It's just him reminding us that college is garbage. Ah, I love it. College sports is garbage. College sports, just a friendly reminder. Always the worst thing you support. Ever. Is this is this our, our our fourth segment here? Are we in it? No, this is we have one more after this. Okay, good, good, because I got some stories here. We got some NBA to get into. Right, we'll have to get into that to the next segment though. How much time we got? This is uh, like twenty seconds. <laughs> okay, in the twenty seconds, I want to do this shout out to Udonis Haslam coming back at the age of thirty nine for his seventeenth season. He's been a Heat guy for life. He's signing for one more year. Woo! And. Vince Carter is coming back for a record-setting 22nd season. Wow. Just signed a one-year deal with Atlanta. Um, He's been on some bad teams and then some young teams these last couple years, and he's been like the stable veteran presence. If he makes it into 2020, still playing, if he dunks, he'll be the oldest player in like 60 years to dunk. Nice. Nice. And if he starts at all in twenty, if he plays at all in twenty twenty, he'll be the first NBA player to have played in four decades of basketball. Oh, that's cool. Ninety nine, zeros, the the zero to the tens, or zero to tens, uh, eleven to nineteen, and then twenty twenty. He'll he'll be in four decades. Uh, got a resident Gordy How? And Vince Carter is he's he has handled his transition well from elite star to guy who plays consistently but not all the time. He played 76 games last year. That's a lot. It is a lot. That a lot. is a lot considering how old he is. Yeah. Uh, he'll be, I think, 42 or 41. Wow. All right. Coming into the season. So shout out to those guys. Those are, That's a cool thing. We come back. We got a little NBA for you. This is Nerd Thug Sports. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self defense, taekwondo, or various other courses. Be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. Hey, Haywood Jeffries, former Houston Oilers wide receiver on Nerd thug radio welcome back to nerd thug sports this is Corey dlg and with me as usual is little brother nico it is i and we're hanging out here on 104.5 106.1 uh before we get too far into things i want to tell you to make sure to check out the facebook page facebook.com backslash nerd thug radio or www.nerdthugradio.com Um I did just have a comic book come out now, so you can go to Adventure Begins and pick up a copy. Of Ooh, another fancy. day at the office. Fancy. Uh, apparently, it's been on. It's only been on the shelves two days. In another, uh, the adventure begins, and apparently, I've already sold three copies. Fantastic. That's kind of a cool feeling. Yeah. You're you're, of, you're a comic book sold in the comic book store. That's right. That's kind of neat. Um. When's the next book? Actually, I got an artist working on it, and he already showed me some roughs of the first couple pages. Uh huh. He's really good. He's really good. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's it looks good. It's gonna be. It's sick. So like, I'm trying to figure out how to how do I make this bigger? Uh huh. Cause like I'm, I'm I'm happy with how I'm doing, but I I want to do well, a more. lot more. The answer is uh, start a controversy on Twitter. You win the game. Yeah, but like no one knows me, so it's like the loser guy with. Uh, one comic book says stupid thing. Yeah, but you have you have that you did a comic book over pretty much everyone else. That's true. That's true. I did get to bring that up today at a stranger at a bar. True, I was there. Yeah, it was a fun moment. It was a cool moment. Um. Yeah, listen to you sitting at the bar now like a grown-up. Right, yeah, like a real adult. It's so much more convenient, though, right? Like I think that's something that I've kind of shown you. Like When you walk into a restaurant instead of sitting at a table, you just go to the bar and you can kind of order right away and get stuff just... Yeah, whenever this gets out. Uh. Yeah, right. But uh, that's fair. But now you're 21, so we're gonna we're gonna turn you into an alcoholic with just a lot of problems, just ruin your life. Ah, perfect. Yeah, You'll be like a college. <laughs> um, I don't know why. I, I don't know why. Uh, so <laughs> what, what time we got? Like five minutes left here. Aren't right, we have like six minutes. That's okay. What I want to do is I want to talk about Carmelo Anthony. All right. Um, this goes a bunch of different ways here. All right. So, a lot of people have been like, Carmelo Anthony should have a farewell moment to basketball. Uh, For those who remember, he played the first 10 games last year with the Houston Rockets. Mm -hmm. Um, He was playing on the minimum, if I remember right, and was on our bench. And I think he had like a 28-point game, like game seven. Uh, and then by game 10, Daryl Morey, the general manager of the Houston Rockets, told him it's basically not working, and if you stay on the roster, you won't make the 10-man rotation, um, so you don't need to suit up for us tonight, and he was told that on the eve of the game in San Antonio, like, he traveled with the team, he's in the hotel room, Daryl Morey swings by and is like, hey, just so you know, we're done. Uh, now this is according to Carmelo. He went on uh, He went on ESPN with Stephen A. Smith, uh, and basically, when athletes aren't getting the love they think they deserve, they sit down with some PR people, and they go on a little mea culpa tour where they say, Oh, yeah, you know, I messed up, they messed up, like, there was a lot of stuff. And they practiced not saying anything bad about anybody, mm-hmm. and that's essentially what he did. He was like, Listen, you know... I think there was more than basketball going on, but I, I, you know, I can't promise anything, and I'm not sure where the decision came from, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, right, vague language, nothing too like, yeah, aggressive. Like he's, not, he's, not like, he's not like banging Daryl Morey for it, but he's basically insinuating gently that Daryl Morey didn't want him on the team. Um, right, and uh, presumably some people were upset. Well, <sighs> including Carmelo. Right, and Carmelo, his feelings were hurt. He did basically say like, it made him question, like, how much basketball is left with him. But here's the thing that's really relevant. No other team brought him back. The Rockets were looking for a trade. He literally was sitting at home getting paid, and the Rockets were looking for a trade partner for literally to the trade deadline and couldn't find anything. There were one or two times there was something going on, and then the deals would fall through. Uh, and essentially, I think what was going on was Carmelo at the time. I, I I'm. Pure speculation. I think Carmelo at the time was not succeeding when the teams were reaching out to him. He wasn't saying the right things. Right. Because there was a little bit of, it sounded like he, when we had him on the team, it sounded like we wanted him to potentially, we wanted him to come off the bench and it sounded like there might have been some issues to that. And he was coming off the bench. But even coming off the bench, he asked Daryl Morey for a meeting, and I think that's when Daryl Morey decided, all right, I'm not doing this. Right, yeah. Ten games into the season, he's, he wants to have a meeting about, you know, what's his role with the team. You know, if he hasn't found his place. Well, I think I think when he scored 28, he thought, okay, I showed everybody I can still ball. I'll get more minutes. I think he wanted to be like a sixth man when Eric Gordon is our sixth man. Uh-huh. And I think he wanted a bigger role on this team when really what we wanted from him was like not the garbage minutes, but that, that stretch in the, in the middle of the first, second quarter and that stretch in the middle of the third, fourth quarter when everyone's taking breaks and you're using weird combinations. Mm -hmm. The Rockets wanted to be able to just put Carmelo Anthony and some guys out there. And when all of a sudden he starts wanting to know what his role is, I don't, I think that that... Right. You're just worried at, th- at that point, you'd have to think about, like, I don't want him messing up chemistry. I don't exactly. want him upset. Exactly. I think Daryl Morey was, like, <sighs> 10 games in, and he's already trying to ask for, like, more. What what what, what can I even give him now that with I could 72 games and playoffs to go. Right. So, like, listen, 35 games in, if Carmelo and then he's like, hey, man, like, it's going good. Like, do you think I could get a couple more minutes, like, maybe at the end of the half or something? Like but he, really, you don't he, even really want him to ask for anything. Right. He's on the minimum. Like, he's not, it's not about him, is what it was supposed to be. Right. But again, no other teams. Eventually, the Rockets were like, anybody? No one. No one. So you now. Know, he may be important, and he's a great player, but. He was a great player, but not anymore. Not, not as he currently stands. Well, and also just not how the NBA is devised anymore. He doesn't play defense. Uh, right. He doesn't shoot the three great. He's not a spot-up shooter. The game has changed. The game has changed, and his mid-range game that he plays is not a style of basketball that people play right now, and the statisticians will tell you that at the, like his game is a low-value game. Right. It's a volume game, and if you're going to take that many shots, you may as well be taking the spot-up threes that are open from the corner which right. the statisticians will then tell you are worth more. Right. Because so, the math is bad. <laughs> the, math, the math is bad in the NBA. And so a guy like Carmelo Anthony just doesn't fit in the league right now. And that's a hard thing to say, but it's also a, a, a truth. A, a, a truth, have, yeah. So some people have been calling for him to get like a farewell run with Team USA. What? Why? 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 What? Why? 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 Carmelo Anthony has been one of those guys who's been about himself his entire career, forcing the trade from Denver to the New York Knicks. At one point, he had an opportunity to chase a title in Chicago, and he would have taken a slight pay cut. It was like $70 million for three years to play in Chicago with Derrick Rose and like a good roster around him. And they were like, man, we play great defense. It was with Jimmy Butler. They play great defense, but they need more scoring. And they were like, Carmelo Anthony would be perfect for that because we won't want him to play defense because we have enough defenders we'll need scoring he could do that he turned that down to take the max money in New York so he kind of said to the league I want money versus I want to win this is who I am I'll stay in a questionable New York situation to take the maximum and then two or three years into that then all of a sudden he wanted out right then he was looking for trades and then he was looking for ways out and that's the and he winds up in Oklahoma City and it just doesn't work For a second, everyone was like, oh, man, Carmelo Anthony, Paul George, and Russell Westbrook. That's going to be a a dangerous trio. I was on the record as saying, couldn't care less. That's not going to work. And it didn't because those guys, two years later, only Russell Westbrook. uh, No one is on that team, actually. Two years later, all three of them are gone. (laughs) Russell Westbrook's a rocket. Paul George is a clipper. And Carmelo Anthony is not even in the league. It's a weird thing to think about. Well, that's unfortunate. It is. Is that the signal? Yeah. Are you giving me the... It's, that's the ending. <laughs> Shut up, Corey. Right. Well, this is also to come around Anthony, too. <laughs> that's true. All right. So that's going to be Nerd Thug Sports today. Thanks for listening, everybody. Make sure to check out the page. Go to sportsmat.com. Check out my columns. I, put, uh, I do a blog there, and I also cover wrestling and some other stuff. I'll be covering the AAC this year. There's a lot going on. The XFL did just announce they're going to... They've invited... Seven hundred or eight hundred players for their potential draft. Ooh, after uh, the last one failed, yeah, it's <laughs> gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Uh, all that being said, for Nerd Thug Radio, on my half on 106.1, For Cox ATA, and the adventure begins. For little brother Nico and myself, same nerd thug time, same nerd thug channel.